First off, I want to start off by asking you, how's everything going on your end? How's life for you? Life is good. I feel like um, definitely being cautious of, um, you know, COVID, making sure that I'm safe, my family's safe, uh, close friends that I see frequently, um, definitely being more mindful of, you know, that. Um, but, you know, it, you know, with what's going on just makes me more, uh, you know, homebodied, I feel like, and just making yeah. is by myself or, you know, with my close collaborators. Um, and just trying to make the best of it, for sure. Awesome. So you have a very interesting story uh, where you worked as an engineer and slept on the studio floor. Um, and now you are three time Grammy nominated and might be more just based on um, the Grammy nomination that came out this year. Mm hmm. So tell me a bit about that, like how um, it was, how the feeling was to be able to start getting um, placements and whatnot. Well, yeah. So I started uh, producing when I was about 13 years old. Um, I've always had a love for music. I danced um, since I was like two years old, did tap jazz ballet, um, ballroom. And uh, my whole family is very music oriented. So that's kind of how I found my love for it. And as, you know, I got older and found out what producing was, um, I started making beats in my bedroom. Uh, and then by the time I was 17, I found out what, you know, engineering was and microphones and uh, how to record vocals. And I just found myself trapped into that world and um, really got inspired by Sonic itself, not just like producing, but how to make sure like your kicks sound good, how to make sure vocals stand out and uh, how to get the best performance from an artist while you're working with them and I feel like that's kind of that was my introduction into the music industry because I at that time I was going to school for audio engineering at Five Pounds College in Long Island and um, so producing at the time took a little backseat because I really wanted to focus on the engineering aspect of music and yeah. I eventually found uh, the duo that I work with, uh, pretty much on a daily basis now, Take a Day Trip. And when I met them, they had a recording studio in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, over time, I developed this relationship with them. And they, you know, were looking for an engineer. So they kind of hit me up and was like, hey, would you like to be our engineer? Like, I know you're finishing school soon. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I lived on Long Island at the time and the studio was in Manhattan. So every, yeah. um, you know, two or three days I would drive out there, do a couple sessions, go home. And after a while, I just didn't want to commute anymore. And they were yeah. like, like, if you want, you could just sleep at the studio and whatever. So I was like, okay, yeah, that actually, that sounds good. So, uh, I ended up. Yeah. I would, you know, work with them during the day. I would have my own clients pull up at night. I would just yeah. sit on the studio couch, wake up. I would shower at like a Planet Fitness down the street, um, where I would like work out in, shower, change, go back to the studio, and I kind of lived like that for about a good two, three years, I would say. Um, but during that time, uh, outside of just engineering with them, I would produce for you know, artists that were in the Soho area, New York scene. Um, and I kind of started 
being the producer and engineer in the room, uh, vocal producer. I was mixing a ton of records at the time. And I feel like that's where I really built my like confidence as a producer and in, in the room. Because uh, I always looked up to like a Lewis Bell who kind of does the same uh, role um, in rooms and is very talented as a producer, engineer. You know, he can mix very well too. So that's kind of where I tried to model like my workflow uh, from. Oh, that's amazing. Um, so you answered two questions. What you, uh, the answer you just had, because I was going to ask you, how did you get into production? But you mm. pretty much answered that question. So I want to start off with the, um, you're working with, well, you work with Little Nas X on his Monterio album, which is nominated for, I believe, like, like five Grammys this year. Mm-hmm. Um, nominated for album of the year, the big one. So how was it to be able to get that opportunity to work with him on that album and, you know, just to get that credit? Honestly, yeah, it was uh, a dream come true, I would say. Um, He hit me and my friends up, I would say, right when, you know, COVID uh, hit the United States. And it's like, hey, like, you know, we're going to be locked in. Um, I would love to just, you know, create every day as much as possible and see what we can do. I want to work on my album. And um, so we started in like April of 2020 and kind of just went through this whole journey of, you know, not just music, but knowing each other uh, as people in depth, um, you know, and as like creatives, like where do we want to go? What's, what narrative do we want to tell? What narrative does Nas want to tell? How do we relay that message? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was honestly the best experience I ever had working on music, uh, you know, in my life, I would say. Um, and just having time to just try different, you know, styles, different techniques, uh, yeah. you know, different gear that we never had the ability to beforehand. Um, and then now to see, you know, what it's done, you know, the past almost year since it's been out. Uh, well, I would say the past like few months since it's been out has just been mm-hmm. like very uh, gratifying and very... Uh, yeah, just amazing. And just to see people's yeah. reactions and how influential it is to other people um, who want to make music or people that are, you know, similar, that come from similar backgrounds to Lil Nas. Um, and it's just amazing to see how it impacts, you know, a large population of people, for sure. For sure. And I want to ask you this one. Um, growing up, you're, you're, you're a producer. So I want to ask you, was there a producer in the game that you kind of like wanted to mimic or not necessarily mimic, but you kind of uh, grew inspiration from, you know, being younger? Absolutely. Yeah. I remember when I was three, four years old, listening to NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and loving them. And <clears throat> I feel like I did at the time, I didn't know Max Martin was producing uh, those those groups also Britney Spears was super popular at the time mm. and I feel like I fell in love with the Max Martin sound before I even knew it was Max Martin at the time I thought that every artist was doing all their own stuff and right. uh so I think Max Martin was definitely the first influential producer that I especially when I found out who he was and what he did I was like oh that's why I love these specific songs from these artists because they all have this like similar characteristics between each other um 
And then once I really got into producers, I was in love with Pharrell, like the Neptune specifically, Timberland, the whole like Virginia wave. Um, I Because I loved uh, the Justified album was one of my favorites growing up. I think I was like five or six when that came out. And um, I also loved Dr. Dre uh, growing up. I was a huge fan of Eminem, huge fan of 50 Cent. Uh, mm-hmm. And I feel like as I got older, I really started to see like what producers were, you know, I loved Timberland for his drums, his groove, his bounce, his weird sounds and stuff. And I loved Max Martin for just like his hits and song structure, arrangement, writing, and it's kind of same thing with um, Pharrell, just how, you know, his bounce, oh, yeah. you know, he's so unique. Um, so I, I, as I definitely got older, I just started to grasp my favorite aspects of every producer and try to like, you know, mold my sound into like from what they were doing, essentially. Yeah. So dream collaboration. If you could work with one artist right now to make like a who knows collab album or anything, who would that artist be? It could be in any genre, but who would that artist be? Well, actually, let's 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 limit it down to hip hop. Let's say a hip hop artist. Name one hip hop artist you would like to work with. Hip hop artist. If I can, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a huge fan of Don Tolliver. Um, oh yeah, I, that would be dope. I love his his vocals. I feel like they're very versatile. Uh, I love the instrumentals that he picks. I feel like me and him would make some very crazy music for sure and very versatile mm-hmm. yeah that would be dope mm-hmm. all right so industry baby by little nas x uh featuring jack harlow is one of the best songs that came out this year um you also was you was credited on that song as well um and it was i think this past week was the number one the top 100 chart i believe so or a i few think weeks it was, back i think it was top 10 again um yeah it's been up there for a while, so I'm, I kind of lost track. But, yeah, it's been up there for a long time. How was it being able to work on that uh, particular song? I, that's one of my favorite songs of this year. But how was it to be able to work with Lil Nas and Jack on that one? Honestly, it was a it was a great time. I feel like it came, you know, very naturally. Uh, um, and I feel like we didn't have to think too hard about that record because um, it was just a good vibe from the start. And... Um, it was just one of those songs where as we're creating the song and as Nas is doing his thing and then we hear what Jack is doing on it, we were like, oh, like obsessed <laughs> with it and in love. And it was one of those songs where we were just playing it all the time. We would do a barbecue. We would be hanging out and just be playing it in the background. And it just like gave us such a good vibe um, from mm-hmm. me, which is like one of the best things when you're creating a song. Yeah. And. Could you tell me, like, what are some goals that you want to accomplish this year in 2022? Some goals. Um, I just want to find, you know, more, like, talented, you know, whether it's a writer, artist, uh, producer, musician. Um, really just find, uh, you know, extremely talented people to keep collaborating with and learn from. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm all about, like you know, every year picking up a new skill uh, or just trying different things in my process Um, because I feel like I can't get too stale and I can't get too stuck in my ways. And I feel like when I do get stuck, I get, you know, burnt out and 
um, uninspired. So I feel like being surrounded by new influences is definitely what's going to, that's definitely my goal is just try and push new boundaries and, you know, think outside of my own box and comfort zone. Yeah. Um, Montario, Call Me By Your Name, um, another dope song, is nominated for two Grammys. And um, I think also the, the visual is nominated as well. But mm-hmm. um, you worked on that one. You got credited for that song as well. Um, tell me the creative process of some of like, well, this particular song. What was the creative process like? That one, um, it took about nine, ten months to make. Uh, wow. From get to finish. Um, pretty much... Uh, you know, I was with Take a Day Trip and Omer Fetty in the room and, you know, Nas was working on another song at this one particular session that we were having. And in the middle of it, kind of started singing, you know, Call Me When You Want, Call Me When You Need, like in it. And me and my friends were kind of looking at each other like, damn, this is like, that could be hard. So, yeah, right. so we start, we, we keep working on the song that we're working on and then we take a break and uh you know we were like yo like what were you singing like before because like we should try something with that and I remember we took like that vocal um bounced it out put into a blank session and uh found like what chords would work under what he was singing and kind of just it was um a lot of trial and error I feel like we thought that this one was going to be so unique and out of the box and um definitely like push try to push music forward at least um and like i was saying we had so much time on our hands that we were able to just try different things and um it was honest like you know we had the guitar going and Nas would be writing melodies to it putting lyrics to it and um for me it's it's just about uh the message behind the song and how yes. we can make sure that the message is clear and not too overclouded by, you know, things in the background and the and the production. And I feel like that was the whole point of the song is to create something that was great, create something that has a clear message, a clear story, um, Nas's story, essentially, you know, and uh, something that would just, you know, hopefully change because you know listening to our favorite uh songs or songs that had the most impact in a specific time you know and being like damn this could be one of those songs that creates like a huge moment um in music history you know yeah and i feel like we accomplished that for sure that's amazing um i want to get into this question um so because i write for respect magazine i want to ask you this uh what does the word respect mean to you like when you see or hear that word what are the first things that come to your mind respect is everything um i feel like without respect um uh what does respect mean um Uh, yeah, I can't, I, I definitely, <laughs> yeah, like there's so many ways to answer that question. Um, but I definitely feel like respect is, you know, mm-hmm. everything to me, at least, you know, I, it's almost like that saying, like, treat people how you want to be treated. It's like right. such an tale that you learned in elementary school, but it's the most honest and the realest thing ever, because 
you know, without respect, like who, you know, you have to respect your parents, you have to respect even in music, like respect people that came before you. Um, and just it kind of makes the world go around. And I feel like putting like good vibes um, out there is kind of, you know, there's so much negativity. And I feel like I'm just the one to turn negatives into positives. And, uh, you know, and you also like when it comes to respect is like I obviously you know want to be respected by people but how to achieve that is by respecting others you know and people that I firmly believe in that deserve it um at the end of the day and just being right by people you know for sure what are some things you're working on right now currently I don't know if you can really tell us but is there something that you want to pitch out yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm working um, with this artist, Bankroll Hayden, who's a young, really young, talented uh, artist um, from Modesto, California. Spent a lot okay. of time with him. Got a lot. I got to know him uh, really well, and you know, was able to help him with his sound, help him, you know, translate, you know, his life experiences into music. Mm-hmm. Um, Cash Page is another one that I recently started collaborating with. Um, mm-hmm. Love her sound, and I think she can go extremely far. And she, you know, is very creative. Yeah. Um, and uh, who else? Um, Sabrina Claudio, I just recently oh, nice. started working with as well in the R&B space. Um, okay. Who she's has an amazing voice and uh yeah. i just remember listening to a record years ago and being like damn like i would love to work with her <laughs> finally got the chance to do it and that's yeah something you know beautiful together um yeah. musically and uh you know kind of um there's like a ton of things like in the works and with covid people have to reschedule and and i'm definitely being more precautious of like who i'm seeing in a room and making sure i'm with people that yeah. Um, doing the right thing you know um all right i would say those are like the three you know collaborations that i'm very excited about uh awesome that have been of recent dope all right my last question there's not like some people get um some people don't know the answer i don't have one but could you name one song that describes your life at this very moment oh one song that describes my life wow um one song that describes my life. Um, ooh. I definitely have one, damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, hold on one more second. I think uh, I mm. damn you know what's funny too when I listen to music for like I forget about lyrics because I'm so focused on sonics that I'm like damn I know that there's stories yeah. uh, damn I yeah I mm. I think, I don't know, I can't remember a specific song, but it would definitely be a song 
of you know just overcoming obstacles essentially yeah you know doing you know just being different from everybody else and then finding yourself in you know eventually like you know surrounding yourself by like-minded people and realizing that you're not as Mm -hmm. you thought you were you know yeah i want to because you couldn't get that one let's see could i ask you your favorite hip-hop song of all time if you have one that's a little hard too but maybe i can get one out of it (laughs) yeah uh favorite hip-hop song of all time um wow uh Probably Wesley's Theory by uh, Kendrick. Oh, that's one of my favorites too. I, that's pretty. That's a dope one right there. There's yeah. so there's so much. There's you can listen to that song a million uh-huh. times. Pick up something new every single time, whether yeah. it's in his lyrics, whether it's in the production, mm-hmm. anything. Um, for sure. Yeah, that's a dope one. All right, thank you so much, Roy, for uh, taking the time out your day to do this interview with Respect Mag. We greatly appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.